Hello, world, and welcome to the Ignited Fortitude Podcast, episode 73. 73. Last one of the year, 2023. 2023. Bro, this year is... I got no words for it, man. I have no way to... to, what would the word? And I have no words, right? If I have no words to say it, but to explain or to describe how this year has been. Man. Oh, right. I mean, the the statement that you know Steve would always say, "It's been a crazy week." <laughs> Change that word "week" to "year." Oh my gosh! Because uh, it was just on top of each other. You mean one after another? I mean, we had some great, glorious days. Oh yeah. Uh, even when the struggles that we've experienced. Uh, we still found joy during those moments because we know where we belong. Uh, I think of, uh, I think we talked about it too before, where it's like, uh, you know, Moses in the burning bush. And it was uh, one time where I heard Joni Erickson Tata, you know, she's a quadriplegic. Mm-hmm. And she was just talking about, like, hey, you know, that burning bush, that bush wasn't consumed. And that should be the life of the believer, where the world sees us on fire. Yes. But we're not consumed. And, I'll tell you what, <laughs> for me, that has been my year this year. And uh, and I'll tell you what, I'm not consumed, man. I, mm-hmm. and, and we prayed about it before we, we got started. And just like, I cannot believe what has gone on. Like, I'm ready to write a book. <laughs> like, for real, I'm ready to write a book. I was telling somebody, uh, 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 got together with a, a pastor, and he was, you know, just like, hey, you know, like, let's just talk about, you know, what's been going on and stuff. And, and he's like, dude, you need to write a book. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So it's and, a lot. Yeah. And that's the and the silly part about it is that there's only things like you you mentioned, you know, folks only see certain things. They yeah. don't they don't see the the actual the other turmoil that that we go through as individuals, uh, as as family members, because they just see it on fire. Right, and they don't realize the the spiritual. Uh, what's the word am I looking for? Groundness in the spiritual world, and in, in, in God, in His in His Holy Spirit, being grounded, grounded, grounded there, and knowing that in that Trinity, the Holy Trinity, that bro, you know, I mean, the conversation that we've talked many times, like. Hey, if I'm when if I'm with him, then who's against me? Well, yeah, for sure, absolutely, yeah. Nothing's yeah. impossible when you're with him, yeah, because all things are possible. Yeah, and it's just one of those things like who are you? And that's the thing, right? Like, who are you going to trust? Correct. Like, like Lord, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I don't know if I want to go. <laughs> it's warm in the house. Yeah, it's raining. It's snowing. It's windy. And you're like, no, get out. You know, you know, one of the things, and it's funny too, because, you know, um, we talk a lot about like, hey, you just got to move, like, you know, inaction is going to jam you up, you know, and I always think of the one where Moses is, you know, the people are at, they're at the riverbank, yeah. you know what I mean? And here come the Egyptians and like, Moses wants to lift his hands in prayer and the guy's like, just go, just throw that dang, <laughs> throw your rod up in the air. Let's split this thing. Let's split this bad boy. You don't need to pray anymore. Like, let's just go. I've already told you, you yeah. got your orders. Correct. Move forward. And then the people that were following him out were like, look, you're going to, let's just go back. They're coming for us. It's like, no. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Just let's move. And that's the tough part. You know, we, we talk about this. And the struggles that we go through, and 
And it's like, we got to move forward. How do you move forward? You know, it's just like, man. I said, well, if you trust and obey, you move forward. Yeah. But sometimes before we move forward, what do we do? We take a moment to to stay in Him uh, and pray to Him and being precise in what we're praying for. And, and that movement alone in spirit gets us physically moving in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, but like you said, sometimes like, I don't want to go. <laughs> it's just comfortable right now, yeah. but not comfortable. Well, for sure. Well, and you think, you you know, I think of, you know, you got plenty of opportunities of, of different stories, right? Where like Nehemiah, you know, all the, the headache and all the backlash and all the, you know, and it's like, you know, sometimes, you know, what's our prayer always before we record? Hey, yeah. if you're going to shut this down, shut it down. Correct. And there's some things that we could look at and be like, oh, you know what? Maybe God's just shutting this down. And it's like, no, he's not, you know, and, and just, you know, thinking of Nehemiah and thinking of, of those things, it's like, you know what? He could have thought that, you know, Tobias and Sambalit are, you know, like, oh, see, that's the opposition and we should just stop. And it's like, Correct. no, I want you, I want you to trust me. In that, in those moments. In those moments, correct. Well, you look at Jonah, right? He's like, I don't want to go. I'm going to go over here. I'm like, okay, you go over there. Let's just see how it goes. Let's see how it works out for you. <laughs> Let's see how right? it works out. <laughs> and that's the whole point, right? I mean, we look at the the blessings that we had when we, we went out to the Glow Ride last week uh, and the interaction that we had with the community itself, Uh that, what a crazy blessing that was. And just hearing the folks, you know, in their struggle, knowing that it hasn't been easy. But the bottom line is that, you know, they know who they belong to. right? Yeah. And you could hear it in their conversations that we had with them, that they still had some struggles. They still had some doubt. But guess what? That's the human part about us, that we're always going to have a little doubt, but it's a matter of getting into scripture and listening to to his word to finally settle down that doubt. And that's the tough part. Well, and it is. And I think, you know, like a lot of times, like if you're like, here's the thing, if your walk is superficial, it, you're going to be superficial in the things that you say. Yeah, you know what I mean? Of and it's like, you know, when we talk about apologetics, it's like, go through something hard. You you want to be able to witness to, to people you like hey those things that you've went through and and you talk about your 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 trials your tribulations the things that you've endured that is what's going to speak volumes that's going to you want you want to talk about uh, hey how do I defend my faith and how do I know like what have you gone through what has the Lord you know really shown Himself in different trials and things because yeah. you know what you can talk to people about theological you know topics and everything else and and i can just think of like right off the top of my head anytime that i've witnessed to somebody when i start talking about the pain points that they have in their life and what they're trying to do in order to solidify um uh an explanation as to why they believe they're going through what they're believing yeah or, or what they're going through you know what i mean and it's like dude like that's going to fall apart. If that's what your hope is in, Correct. that is going to fall apart. Yeah, it's going to crash and burn. Uh, and that's what we've talked about earlier, too. You know, There's a spiritual battle that we're dealing with on a daily basis, Yeah. sometimes moment to moment. Uh, and once we recognize that peace and, and really settle in in God's will, in His Word, and understanding that once we get out of that 
out of the flesh because we're supposed to sacrifice the flesh daily. And how you do that is between you and your relationship with God. And he's going to convict you on how to do that. Um, but the bottom line is, hey, get, get ready. I mean, that's the whole purpose that he tells us to put on the full armor of God, mm-hmm. right? And and three, the articles are put on us on a regular basis when we have our salvation set, mm-hmm. right? And the rest we have to take on. Yeah, continuously pick them up. Continually pick them up because it, those are moments and times that we will get our back our, ourselves handed to because all of a sudden we're trying to do it in the flesh. And that's never good. No, you know, and that's a good point, right? So, like, uh, I got my Bible open up to to Romans 12, and you just said sacrifice the flesh, mm-hmm. right? It, and what's the purpose of sacrificing the flesh? Why do you need to sacrifice, sacrifice the flesh? Well, you don't want – I don't know. How, how, <laughs> why do I want to sacrifice the flesh? Okay, so, right, if you, if you are not sacrificing the flesh, then – you're going to sacrifice your walk with the Lord, right? Because you're not going to trust in Him. You're not going to yep. trust in the Spirit. The Spirit's not going to be at work. So, Correct. you know, that goes back to quenching the Spirit mm-hmm. um, and grieving the Spirit. Correct. And I'm going to be in love with the world. And, yeah, exactly. You know, I'll, I'll desire things that, or I'll lust for things that I shouldn't lust for because it's not righteous. Exactly. Pride it's of life. Pride of life. And so those are going to be the things that you desire. Why? Because that is what, you know, that is what we're going to um, gravitate to. Those Correct. are the things that are going to be so appealing, right? It's lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, the pride of life. All those things are going to be those, those desires that you want. And if you can tell yourself, like, you know what? That's not what I want. Mm-hmm. Like, although I do desire that, Correct. right? But that's like... Uh, that's going to be that short-term gratification, yeah. you know. And what, what is, is it said? Does it say on your cup, right? Don't give up what oh, you want. Yeah, don't give up what you want for what you for what you want, want right now. now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's you know, big picture is thinking of how do you sacrifice the flesh, and and right there, if I'm if I'm willing to give up what I truly want for what I want right now, that's me giving into the flesh. Yeah. And if I can, hey, you know what? I'm not going to give into that. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to come home and I'm not going to open up a bottle because I know that that's not, you know what I mean? Hey, if you're struggling with, with uh, alcohol, it's ruining your family. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's ruining um, your social um, interactions with people just in general. Yeah. Right. Then don't put it away, sacrifice it. Right. Dump that stuff down the drain. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing. You have people that are, you know, if you're looking at something inappropriate on, on, on the internet and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, Jesus says it, right? Hey, if your right arm causes you to sin, Cut chop that off. bad boy off. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather yeah. come into heaven with one limb missing or, yeah. or blinded. Yeah, yeah. Um, and blinded, right? He yeah. didn't say like, hey, if your right eye causes you to sin, uh, go ahead and throw some sunglasses on so nobody sees what you're looking at. That's not what, that's <laughs> not what he says, right? That's not what he says. He says, no, man, pluck that thing out. Right. Again, because yeah. it's better to go to heaven with one with one eye than go in, you know, and go to hell with two. Correct. With two eyes. Yeah. So, so you know, sacrificing the flesh. And, and, and in Romans, it tells us, you know, uh, he says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies uh, to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, uh, the kind he will find acceptable. You know, I like the New Living Translation, but there's certain ones that I just, I like it in, in the New King James, right? So, uh, he says, um, I think in the New King James, you got it right there? I don't know. I can find it. Go ahead. What's your thought? Process? So he just, it, it, it just, it's just, I don't know. It just 
really speaks out more when it's in the in the New King James. Well, I just hope that I have a New King James version. You know how this thing is. Yeah. This, this new technology. I'm, I'm, if you kind of, got, I'm kind of slow at it. Well, so either way, he, he's saying uh, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, because it is your reasonable service. You got it right there? Yeah, Romans, right? Romans 12. Romans 12. One? 12, one, yeah, go for it. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Right. And so, you know, thinking about that, and, it's, you know, and this was crazy because, you know, always looking at that verse, let's just, obviously we didn't dig into it. We didn't, you know, break out the commentaries, but just looking at that, if you were to summarize that, what's the thing? Because this is the way that I used to look, look mm -hmm. at it. What, what is the way that you see it as? Well, that chapter, uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2. Yeah. Is literally give up what's, what's physically moving me into places that it doesn't please God, mm -hmm. right? So it's asking me to be the living sacrifice in everything that I move for God. So if if I'm supposed to say, okay, physically not be in love with money, mm -hmm. but give my money to who those who need, right? If I have a cupboard full of food, sacrificing myself and my, my body in a sense of nutrition to provide that food to someone else because God's going to provide that to me. And then sometimes I got to carry somebody. And, yeah. I, and physically, I may not be able to, but because I'm in God's strength and God's strength is within me, I'm going to carry you mm -hmm. until it's time for me to settle down. So those little pieces that I see uh, that can all of a sudden, no, I'm not going to share my money. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to share my food. Guess what? Hey, there's a stroller. Get into Look, I'll push you in the chair. I'm not going to carry you. I don't care if there's mud. That, that's being in love with myself in the world because it gives me status in yeah. the world because I have all this money, got all this food. I have all this, you know, self-image because I don't want to get dirty if I have to help you out. Mm -hmm. But if I'm willing to say, Lord, let your will be done through me. And then whenever he decides to move me in that direction, then okay, will I worry that I don't have any, enough food for myself? Sure. Will I worry that my bills don't get paid because I've, so I've given my money to, to the needy? Sure. Mm -hmm. Will I know that if I have to carry you someplace that I know I'll be broke off physically that I'll have to take three or four days to recover from? Sure. I'll worry about those things. But I'm doing God's will. And I'll be, I'm gonna be okay, right? Because we've all we've we've witnessed to each other, and we've witnessed to, to the world a lot of things that has happened into our lives, right? These trials that we've gone through, and we've seen the sacrifice that we've done, literally come back to us almost seven tenfold, and you're, you're thinking to yourself, what just happened? How did I? Wait a minute! I was down to just enough to give me gas through the through the oh, week, and all of a sudden, something dropped in my account. Yeah. Or you know the 
all of a sudden I got enough money, not for just gas and my bills, but all of a sudden I got enough to buy groceries. And instead of hurting that next day, I'm feeling actually healthier because I've sacrificed those things. Granted, those are topical things, but you look at the the sacrifices of being a living sacrifice for, for God. And if you're doing things in His will, it may hurt for a little bit. It's going to hurt the flesh. Yeah. It's going to hurt the flesh, but you're giving it to Him. Right. Yeah. And that's the whole thing of a sacrifice. Like, it's supposed to hurt. It's supposed to. Now, and this is where, and this is kind of like what we were talking about before we got into it, right? Because mm -hmm. in in our, our in our men's study, we've been going through Galatians, yeah. right? So reading that part, right? And like, okay, this is what I need to do. So what is like, what is, again, right? Like we want to draw this out. Yeah, yeah. So what ends up happening, what ends up jamming us up when we draw that out and say, hey, I'm just going to sacrifice all these things. I'm going to do all this stuff. Well, then all of a sudden we, we, we want to start doing it ourselves. Right, we we get caught up into doing it in the flesh, even though we've been doing it in spirit for so long. It's like, oh, I got this. I'm seasoned. It, it it's like a it's like that bookworm, which is nothing wrong with being a bookworm that knows scripture back and forth, can read it upside down, sideways, and everything else. Could give you an address by by when you oh, yeah. when you give them a, a small bit of it. That's great. <laughs> That you know the Bible, but do you know God? Do you have a relationship? It's great you can tell me what address it is when I'm telling you, hey, da -da 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 -da, you know, blessed are those who find work for peace. And you tell me, oh, that's such Matthew, such, you know, 5 9. Okay, but what does that mean to you? Right? And, and that's what we talk about here in Galatians, and 3 talks exactly that. You know, did you receive the Holy Spirit by obeying the law of Moses? Of course not. You received the Spirit because you believed the message you heard about Christ. How foolish can you be after starting your new lives in the Spirit? Why are you trying to be perfect by your own human effort? Yeah. Right? Why are you trying to perfect what you what you received in the spirit and why are you trying to perfect it in the flesh in the flesh and that's where that's where you know like romans 12 that's where it can get so uh legalistic yes right because people want to just say well you're not doing this you're not doing this or even for yourself right for yourself you can say like oh i've dropped the ball because i'm not doing x y and z but what is the very first part of of romans 12 i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god boom right there by the mercies of god what does that mean? Now look at that in the context of, hey, you got to put yourself and offer yourself as a living sacrifice, Correct. holy and acceptable to God, because it is your reasonable service. And guess what? Like that, it, that right there, if if you if you if you miss the mercies of God and you just look at that one point, yeah, dude, that is when you start putting a heavy yoke upon people. That's when you start uh, being dogmatic about certain yeah. things. And when you go back, and and we go back, right? If yeah. if I can go back and look at all those things that I'm like, well, that person's doing this and this person's doing that, and or and you start beating yourself up because that's what ends up happening. It's like, yeah. you know what? Like I was trying to do all this stuff, and then this happened, and this happened, and yeah. and you know, I don't even feel like a good Christian because I bombed it here and I bombed it there. And then guess what? And now you're not doing anything. Oh yeah, correct. Right now it's like, well, what's the point? Yeah, but yeah. You, you know what I mean? And it's like, dude, because you got to go back to that point. Yeah. By the mercies of God. Mercies of what God. What does that mean? That means, hey, you know what? Like that reasonable and acceptable sacrifice, mm -hmm. dude. It's not your perfection. Exactly. 
when you realize it's Christ, go ahead. No, you you're on it, man. No, I, I mean it's just it's just it, it, and I think that's what really uh, messes people up. It, what did we talk about the other day on the same subject here? Is that we we pick and choose scripture to fit a narrative that we want to live in our lives, yeah. right? And like you said, if I read that Romans twelve one and two, and I don't hone in on what's very very important by the mercies of God that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, the mercies of God. Now He's given us mercy. More times that we probably don't even deserve. Well, it, and it doesn't say by the grace of God. No, because he, he said mercy. He said mercies, right? Because because Paul is very, uh, like, very not just articulate, right? But he's like very to the point on what he's trying to say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he's t- so. What would be the if it was by the grace of God? Hey, that'd be that. That's different. <laughs> Let's just think of the mercy of God. And so when you when you when you're like, well, yeah, but I dropped the ball over here. Exactly. So by the mercy of God, because he should have just oh yeah, should crash and burn, baby. Yeah, just, just, just throw the fire and brimstone. Yeah, like you don't even. Yeah, you're not even an acceptable sacrifice. Yeah, at that point, you're not correct. You're not like don't even go to the altar. Yeah, yeah, because you're gonna yeah you're gonna make it unclean if you go to the altar. Get away from it. Yeah, and that's not what, <laughs> what he says. Right no, there, he dude. says, hey, because of God's mercy. Continue doing what I've asked you to do. Yes, you messed up. Because, yeah. I mean, we, like you, you said earlier, when we mess up for whatever reason, whether we think we're doing right because we've been following the Holy Spirit and doing things and we're understanding through the knowledge of the Holy Spirit and we start going out of bounds because of his mercy. It's like, come back here. Yeah. Now, what did you just learn from, from going out of bounds? I learned not to do it in my own will. I got to do it in your will. Yeah, yeah. And here's the thing: knowing that that mercy is there, and guess guess what? God's not just shying away. There's going to be consequences that oh, are going to come. Definitely. Oh, definitely. You know, but guess what? You can still go and offer that. You can still go and and when and I think in in just our life because sometimes we 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 pertain this and we're like, all right, cool. God knows what I did, so I'm just going to move forward, and it's just going to be, um, you know, uh, you know. It's just between me and God, and I'm going to just press on and listen. But guess what? Those mercies, they're important for you and me. Correct. Because when when I do something against you, yeah, and then now I'm trying to do right, when you give me mercy in that sense, it doesn't take away what's happened. You're mm-hmm. not going to, you know what I mean? You're not going to, um, well, I, don't, I don't know, like you're not going to. F- you're not going to forget about it. Yeah. You're not going to hold it against me. Correct. You're not going to forget about it. But at the same token, right? Like you're going to put yourself in a position where it's like, hey, like if I don't if I don't acknowledge it and I just brush it off and I take advantage of you being merciful to me, yeah. does that really show that I'm repentant? Is that really me offering that up? Because it says you're a reasonable sacrifice. Correct. And and that and that's like you said, you know, once that when you understand the mercies that God has given you, and you know you you went astray. That's when you have to go back and 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 repent and then readjust and realign yourself to move forward. Uh, because all these thought process that we go through in the battles of, you know, we messed up here, we messed up there. Okay, I'm going to forgive him. 
because God has given me mercies and forgiven me on all my things. Now those are the little footholds that Satan was put in his lives, right? It's like, I got him. I'm going to move forward, right? That, that battle is still there. That spiritual battle is occurring. Now all of a sudden there's a, there's a line that has been drawn, right? When we accept the mercy, but we don't repent, have we really received his mercy? Are you offering yourself as a sacrifice? Because here's the thing. When you get that mercy, right? When you when you receive God's mercy, yeah. you're going to be willing to put yourself and put it out there, right? Because yep. that's going to be that point where you're, hey, you know what? I'm going to acknowledge this, right? If you Here's the thing. If you're going to offer a sacrifice, guess what? There's It is very clear that you're, you're putting something on the altar and it's yes. going to be burnt up. Correct. And, and you have to make it known. Right, because look, God is all knowing, omnipresence. Uh, I can't even think of all the omnis, uh, but He's all knowing and everywhere at all times, right? Uh, and then He knows and reads our minds and understands what's going on in our thought process, right? All right, the Satan, the devil, whatever you want to call him, the liar of liars, the king of liars, uh, He doesn't. Mm-hmm. So when you declare those moments that you receive mercy and you accept, God's mercy, and you repent during that time frame and make it known and out loud and say, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your mercies, for I have done wrong by you, and it's not pleasing in your eyes. Forgive me for those those in, those transgressions, and I ask for you uh, to guide me a better way. Mm. Guess what Satan's doing? He's like, oh, man, yeah. let me, I got to step away. And now I have to sit in a corner and stalk him Oh yeah, to see when he messes up so I can pounce on him. Well, and here's the thing. When he knows that that's not going to get in the way of, of, of one, your relationship with the Lord. Correct. And then two, your relationship on, you know, uh, person to person. Correct. Then, yeah, is he going to try to attack it in another way? Because here's the thing, like, he, the enemy wants, the, the biggest battle that the enemy is going to do is not going to be from the outside. It's going to be from within. Correct. Oh, definitely. Right. right. Like, if he's going to destroy anything, like, let's say with this podcast and everything else, he's not going to destroy it from outside. Yeah. It's going to come from from within, from Correct. you and me, you, you, me, and Steve. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and it's been very clear that that we've all discussed it and 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 blade it out. Hey. This is where we're at. Let's let's talk about this. This Correct. is, you know, Steve yeah. come in and be like, "Yo, hey, what's up with this?" Like, I, I didn't even get no right. And hey, and what did I say? Like in that in that moment, I was, hey, dude, I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I should have said something. I should have put it out there. And we're handling those situations. Man, there's been so many tough situations that we've come to, and it's like, hey, but our focus is, hey, we got to have this unity and that mercy. Yeah. You know what? I'm wrong. And calling it out there, laying it out there, not brushing it aside. Correct. You know what I mean? And then yeah. that way it's knowing. But if I continue to do certain things, you know what I mean, in that manner, I'm horrible when it when it comes in that sense of communicating. Yeah. Right? And, and so, it because it, I'm just go, go, go. And it's like, oh, I thought I said something or, or whatever the case is. And my wife's like, if she's listening, she's like, amen. Right? So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but if, if I, if when those things happen, I'm just like, I just shrug it off or that's your problem. Then I'm allowing the enemy to yes. to work, and here's the thing: I'm putting you in a situation where now you have to take a defensive place and be like, "Yo, like I can't." Well, I start you- putting doubt, and, and the doubt starts creeping in my head. Like, are we really doing this for the right reasons? 
and who okay now right. and then whose fault is it going to be that that it's going to be that you're going to it's going to put down in your mind yeah and, and, that, and that's it's not not you because now it's like maybe you did say something did i miss it right so those lies start beginning sure right? those little creeps in, in in our minds and is it you no because maybe i didn't miss it Right. Or, but if I but if I continue the same pattern, correct. and like you said earlier, right? If I don't repent from that, yeah. one, I don't acknowledge it, which yeah. is confession, right? If I don't repent from it, then I'm putting you in that position where that's how you're going to receive it, yeah. and, and, th- and that's hard for men, right? That's that's pride of life, yeah. taking ownership of an error that we've we've caused, even when we're not sure of it. You know what? Take ownership of it. If yeah. you're not sure, the probability is that you probably did it. Right? Yeah. Or or that you're a hundred percent confident that you didn't do it, but because the perception was from you know from you or Steve or someone else saying, I don't think he said, Well, okay, there was a perception and then I'm gonna take that ownership because they pers- they had a perception that I did not speak to them about A B C subject. Yeah. Uh and because then you start working out the you like you said, Yep, that's on me. I apologize for that, I'll do better and please continue. You know, checking me when things are going on that I may have not addressed clearly enough. And that's tough for a man to take ownership of sometimes. Sometimes it's not even our fault, but we take ownership of it. And that's, look, you know, that's a, that's almost a part of the definition of a man. 100%. Right? If, you, if you take ownership of a failing, even when you 100% know it's not yours, Tell me you don't have better credibility, right? Dude. And, and then you look at that's 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 Matthew five nine, right? Bless who will work for peace, because mm-hmm. I'm not going to hear. I don't want to fight with you no. about an issue that makes no sense to me, but it makes sense to you. Well, I'm going to work for peace. You know what, Bobby? You're right. I messed up there. I don't remember any of this, but guess what? There's had to be something in our discussion that I misinterpret to you. Yeah. And let's move forward and how do we fix it? Dude, let's let's take one out of the book, right? Cause because if if you're just chiming this, like what you're saying is good, but if somebody's gonna take this, like, yeah, but I'm not gonna do that. Fine. Let's just let's take one from the book, right? Here we go. Why did Jesus have to go to the cross? Why did he have to he didn't he didn't fail? Correct. No, he didn't. He, he didn't he didn't even know us yet, but he knew us. He didn't even know us, but he knew us. Yeah, right. Because we weren't born in existence when he sacrificed. Oh, and he was willing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knew us, but he didn't know us because we weren't conceived quite yet. Because he knew that we were going to come. Well, he knew what was going to happen, and he knew what what was going to happen. And here's the thing: well, it's more that we didn't know him, right? Yeah. But uh, thank you for correcting me. You're absolutely correct. (laughs) We didn't know him. Because we didn't know. But here's the thing: but he took responsibility. Here's the thing. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't fail. He didn't do what Adam did. No. Nope. But guess what? God came in, and here we go. Took that responsibility and said, "Hey, it's not my fault, but I'm going to address the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the one to handle it." So, mm-hmm. so guess what? Here we go with the Lord. Who shouldn't we be doing the same thing? If that's what the example that He's giving us, and He's taken that responsibility that wasn't His. Yeah. To begin with, but guess what? Because he he's he's our heavenly Father yes. who loves us, who wants the best for us. 
and he sacrificed he he presented himself as a living sacrifice yeah. holy and acceptable to god and we yeah. know that he's acceptable yeah. because he rose from the dead three days later yes he did right so here we go he's the one that that goes presents himself offers that that forgiveness that we yeah. talked about right the living that, sacrifice that living sacrifice he offers that takes that responsibility in order to cleanse us from our sins yep yeah. right and Father, forgive them, asking for us, forgive them, for they know not what they do. For real. And he, and 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 then I'm not going to be willing to exemplify that. I'm not going to be willing to take that. Why? Because my ego is so much bigger than than the Lord. I, yeah. I mean, I just like it's hard and it's tough. Oh, it is. I mean, because we've we've been brought up in the world of rub dirt on it, you're gonna be okay. Let's move forward. Right. Or let's not even talk about it and move forward. No, 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 no. We got to talk about it some way or somehow, right? Yes. Uh, and and that's sometimes the the one of the biggest roadblocks we have in in physical relationships because we want to sometimes just let's move forward. Oh yeah, that's oh, what. We- okay, we can move forward. This is still going to nag me though if we don't have a conversation. And imagine this: that the Lord, right? Thank you, right? He offers himself, dies, comes back, and what does he do with all the disciples? He goes back and talks to them. Hey, you know, it's me. Touch my side. You know what I mean? Go ahead, go ahead, touch, put your hands. Yeah, here we go. Oh, Peter, you're going back fishing. Hey, come on, let's bring it in. And he restores him. He goes and he goes out of his way. He didn't have to be like, look, it's me. I was on the cross. Correct. Here I am, back again. And guess what? If you guys want to take it or leave it, well, then you should just, you know, take it. And no, he doesn't do that. No, he goes and he handles the situation, and he goes and he, hey, let's talk about this. Yeah, what's going on? He shows that. Hey, guess what? That forgiveness has gone on. Yes, that forgiveness, and now you. Because what did Peter do when he went back fishing? No, no, he didn't. He didn't go sh- he, spread the gospel. He didn't go receive it. He didn't nope. receive it, right? No, nope. he just <laughs> he, went. To, I'm going to go fish. I'm going to go fish. And the, and, the, and the brothers went with him. Okay, let's yeah. go fish. And guess what? And and the Lord was willing to say, "No, come on, let's have a talk about this. Mm-hmm. Like, let me show you what this forgiveness does. Not only is it, hey, it's going to be okay, but I want you, yeah, to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, Peter, he was. He was distraught. He was crushed. He wept because what Jesus told him that you're going to deny me. No. Yeah. And, and 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 then of course, like I said, Peter was a broken man. Yeah. You know, spiritually and physically, because of what Jesus told him, he actually did. And it's like, look, I already failed Christ. He he said what he said, and I did what he said. Mm-hmm. So. What good am I? Yeah, what good am I? I'm you done. Know, I'm going to go fish. Come on, fellas. Yeah. And Jesus shows up three days later or so and says, Peter, bro, come on. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Like you said, and, and, and he restored Peter. He restored the rest of the disciples and, and moved forward in all those pieces to see what we see right now, what we experience right now, and know that that battle is one right? The, the is there? Let me rephrase this. The war has been won, but are there skirmishes yeah. still? Sure, there is, and that's the battle that we have those to deal are, with inside ourselves. Those are the battles we face, correct, on a it, regular basis. That's why we have to put on the full armor of God. Yeah, because if we don't, guess what? Yeah, I, 
at the end of the day, Jesus wins, yeah. period. Yeah. There's, you know what I mean? Yeah. End of story. It's, but, it's in the book. Yeah, but we're not going to just sit back and just, oh, okay, well, you know what? Well, God's got this and I'm not, I don't have to. No, you're responsible. Your yeah. character. Yeah. What are you doing? What did you learn? What did you take? And here's my opportunity right now to demonstrate what has God uh, done in my life. Yeah. And let me show you. Yeah. And let me die to myself, yeah. offer that up as a living sacrifice. Yeah. And just, hey, you know what? Man on fire. Yeah. Right there, right? Like that, that bush on fire, yeah, man yeah, on bush fire. Bush on fire, look at that. Better, someone better call the fire department because he's on fire. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 I'm good, bro. Because my clothes aren't burnt. Yeah. My flesh is not burnt because yeah. I'm with the Holy Spirit who's giving me the burning desire that you see because he's already told me that I am the salt of the earth mm-hmm. and that I am the light because yeah. he lives in me. Right, and so when you have that argument, and uh, like you said, the year that we've gone through as as collective brothers uh, and sisters, and and the battles that we've done ourselves, because there's battles that we deal with each other that deal that we deal with in ourselves that folks don't know. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like you said, uh, I know how to win that battle. I, I, I lean on him, and that's like, look, yeah. Messed up here, but this is where I'm turning to. I'm turning to you to help me uh, get me right because mm-hmm. I did you wrong. I know that that was not pleasing in your eyes, and I need your forgiveness. And I repent from those sins so that I can be of good character of you, Lord. It's, it's easier said than done. Oh, of course, I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, yeah, you know? Well, here's the thing, but if you if you take the opportunities, the little opportunities that you have on a daily basis, right, and 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 put that into practice, and what is the what does it tell us? You're going to know them by the fruit of their life, <laughs> by the fruit. You know what I mean? And, and it's like, is it hard? Yeah, but does that mean that I'm not going to attempt and do it? No. Yeah. So you know, how does this look look in in a person's life? Right, work relationships, your marriage, mm-hmm. right. Um, with your kids, same yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Do my kids see me do this? Does does my wife? Does my wife see me do this? You know what I mean? And 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 again, the mercies, right? When my wife knows, like, babe, I know you're not perfect. I know you don't. And we have those conversations, and we're able to bring those things up. Guess what? Like, that's like that's the glue that holds us all together oh, yeah. because that's where God's love comes in. Because oh, it's yeah. it's through that mercy that if He gave Himself up for me. When I was an enemy of his, mm-hmm. right, while I was still a sinner mm-hmm. and he was willing to give himself up for me, then I should be able to be willing to do that for my kids, mm-hmm. for my wife, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, for coworkers. Yep. Well, it's in, in relationships that you have throughout, right? Because like you said, he loved us so much that he sacrificed his son for us, mm-hmm. right? And if we're not, like you said, in our fruits showing the love that he's given us, and we share that love. Look, there's folks that I know that I mm, that I have to just love on, right? Even mm-hmm. though I know they will constantly do me wrong, speak ill of me in whatever way. But the biggest thing is that you know what? We talked about this a few episodes ago. It was like, look, I'm gonna pray for you. I'm gonna give you blessings, and I'm gonna forgive you. Is that easy? No. But because the love of God 
that's a command that he has given me, mm-hmm. right? Is that I'm going to love him because he loved me. And if I don't look, if I love myself as uh, he loves me, then it's easy to love my neighbor just as much. Right? Because here's the, right? Because the mercies of God, when I recognize the mercy that's been given to me, yeah. then I can give it to oh, others. Yeah. Right? But. Yeah. But right, so so look at this one, right? So, uh, in chapter five, twenty-one, because this is as we're talking, the one thing that's standing on my mind, where somebody's gonna be like, "Yeah, but guess what? If I give that, what's gonna happen to that person that isn't repentant, isn't showing those things?" Now, we you talked about forgiveness last week, right? Like, hey, forgiveness isn't for when we forgive somebody; it's not to to absolve the other person that did it correct right hey that's a inner work that you need to just be able to let go but this is what he says right here verse 21 521 so just as sin ruled over all the people and brought them to death now god's wonderful grace rules instead giving us right standing with god and resulting in eternal life through jesus christ our lord chapter six well then should we keep on sinning that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? You know what? Like, don't think that just because you're offering somebody mercy, mm-hmm. you're giving them grace, and you're you're trying to make your relationship right with the Lord. And guess what? The way that you're demonstrating that you're making that right with the Lord isn't by just your prayer time, your quiet time, your devotions, and, and all these other things. It's, it's guess what? It's it's what you're doing with others. It's, it tells us in, in First John, how can you say you, you know, hate somebody, but then say you love God? Because there's no way that you can love God who you can't see yeah. and hate the person that you can't see. Okay. Yeah. So, but that is not to be confused with um, understanding and knowing um, what somebody else is doing i'm not going to put myself out there somebody's going to just say oh well uh i'm I'm just i'm sorry i'm whatever like no no, no. there's consequences in this in this relationship correct i mean i had an individual tell me one time where it's like oh well you're not healed (laughs) no 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 don't take don't take the fact that there is there's a distinct line in a boundary because you have not shown your repentant nature. You have not shown any of those Correct. things. So you're not a safe individual. Yeah, yeah. Period. And if you're going to continue to, um, if you're going to continue to chuck spears at me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yo, I'm not going to put myself in that situation. No, no, no. Because you're not a safe individual. Just because I'm good and I'm healed, guess what? There's a boundary that is there. I'm not putting up a wall, but yeah. there's definitely a boundary Correct. And I'm not going to cross over that just because I've forgiven you doesn't mean that I'm going to put myself in a situation where I'm just going to be blinded to get stabbed in the back. Correct. Yeah. And and that's, and of course, then let's continue on that path. Yeah. Well, you call yourself a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. I do. I do because I'm setting boundaries that way because if I, allow you to offend me because I allowed you to cross that boundary that I set for myself, then I've fallen short of the grace of God because I'm now giving in to you who in some form or fashion now, now I'm becoming something that I'm not supposed to be. I'm supposed to walk and be Christ-like. I'm supposed to be the image of God when I walk in this world in the best way possible. If you continue, if I allow you to come across that boundary that I've set for myself, that Christ says, okay, that's not the one you need to be around. 
because they don't they have no repentance in what they've done to you. Yes. I'm keeping my salvation safe. My peace that God has given me in a place where I can walk in this world and be his fruit and share his love. You may end up crossing that boundary and now all of a sudden that love is not being shared because mm-hmm. now I'm in a I'm in turmoil because now I'm becoming or starting to dislike you more and more. Yeah. And I'm supposed to love God. How am I supposed to love God, who I can't see, and dislike you, who I can see? That's not the. That's not what God said. No, it, right. And, and that's tough. Folks will don't understand boundaries, you know. And look, I fail at them sometimes too when boundaries are set because mm-hmm. they don't make sense. Now, but you're able to tell me that makes sense to me. Okay. I can respect those boundaries, and I will do those boundaries exactly how you told me. But if it doesn't make sense, will I push towards that boundary? Yes. Well, and here's the thing: what it, if if I claim that I have God's love? Yes. Am I going to allow somebody to continue to to do what they're doing? Am I going to let's take it down to a very basic level? Yeah. If I have love for my kids, am I going to allow my kids to? Just continue, continue to do wrong. No, no. So, what would be the most loving thing that I could do for my kids? Discipline them and set set boundaries for them. Correct. Set set the left and right limits, or or what rules that they have to follow. Exactly. Right. Rules of engagement. So, you know, one of the things that that my wife and I try to tell our boys is like, hey, look, you teach people how they treat you. Yes. And we used to say it on the, on the level, like in our house, right? Like we used to like, you know, the boys would play in the garage with their friends and their garage would be, you know, an absolute mess. And it's like, hey, what the heck is going on in here? And they're like, oh, well, our friends are blah, blah, blah. It's like, cool. Well, guess what? Before they leave and go home, you need to tell them, hey, we're going to clean this up. Or, hey, you can't just be throwing this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so we would tell them, hey, you tell you teach your friends how they're able to act at our house yeah. by what you allow. Same thing goes with our kids. Like, hey, you know, you allow yourself to teach people or you you teach people what they're allowed to do and how they're allowed to yeah. do. So guess what? The same thing for me. Like, hey, yeah. I'm going to protect myself because nobody else is going to protect me. Correct. And guess what? If, if you're... If you're not a safe person, you're not allowed in. Yeah. And bad company crubs good morals. Oh, yeah. So why am I going to put myself in a situation where like, hey, like, hey, there's like, you might not see the way that you're acting or the way that you behave, but like, it's not pleasant. Correct. And that's, and that's the piece that folks always forget too. you know, look, doesn't mean that I'm going to ignore you. If I see you, I'm going to say hello to you. I'm going to engage conversation, pleasant conversation. Doesn't have to go any deeper than that. Because like you said, I'm going to set some place for you because I'm not going to allow some personal or share anything personal because I've known what you've done to me in the past when I've shared something personal. Now, you're, like you said, you're not a safe person for me to have a conversation. Okay, so let's, because this is what's going to probably be in people's minds. Well, if somebody hits you on 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 the right sheet, you're supposed to turn the other cheek. What about that? Yes. <laughs> exactly. But guess what? That occurs. It may not be the moment to address it because guess what? Sometimes that could be the point that you are angered 
right? Because it's, you're you're surprised or maybe not surprised uh, that anger comes drumming up, and that's not what God wants you to do. You know, for Him, this when He tells us to turn the other cheek is not to just disregard what happened. Just take the time. This is this is me. Take the time to assess what occurred. Why did that happen? And it may not be immediately, but guess what? I can tell you within a day or so, I'm going to address that. Hey, so a couple of days ago, you smacked me in my face <laughs> on this side. What was that all about? I don't understand why you crossed that line to assault me in that manner. Well, and, and, and think about it, right? Like this is, and this is where legalism yes creeps in this is where um i think the i think the abuse right where we talk about like spiritual abuse mm-hmm. comes in because somebody's gonna be like well hey you're supposed to <laughs> i said i was sorry is that not good enough right it's like whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. like hey i'm still hey you know what uh perfect example right let's look let's look at what jesus did yeah right wash the disciples feet he washed Judas's feet Right, he knew what Judas was going to do. Yes, full knowing, and he served him. Yes, right. Don't don't think that the fact that um, because and he gave us a demonstration of what to do. He still told Judas and told him, "Hey, whatever you're going to betray me, he called it out." Yes. He also said, "Hey, go ahead and go do what you need to do." He Judas knew. Yes, Judas knew. Everybody else was like, "What the hell?" Is he? Like, is he right? But Judas knew. Yeah. Now he still served him. Yes. Okay. Don't disregard. Right, and this is just hey, because uh, just because I'm a Christian doesn't mean that you can trample all over me. Oh yeah, right. And and guess what? I'm going to serve you. I'm going to get the job done. We're going to handle things. We're not going to be out bickering and doing everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just even in, in in a in a work environment. Yeah. Right. I'm going to get done what needs to get done. Oh yeah. Just because you did this doesn't mean that it's going to be a uh, you know. Well, I'm going to you know, here. Here's the thing, right? If I'm not going to turn the other cheek, I'm just going to like. Psh- Forget it. You can do it yourself. Yep. Walk away. Yeah. Walk away. You can go yeah. ahead. You can handle. I'm gonna take my headphones off, and you can finish this off. Right. Yeah. That's not no. Hey, we're gonna handle the things that need to be handled. We're gonna uh, address it later. But guess yeah. what? Right now, mission accomplishment is the most important yeah. thing. Yeah. And we can handle these things later. And after we handle these things, if they don't go, you know, whatever, then hey, we need to come to some kind of. We got to come to some kind of peace. Yes. Okay, but I'm gonna turn the other cheek. You just because here's the thing: if you hit me, that's not for like a time. That's like for that's immediate. You just yeah. did that right now. Yeah, right. And why? You know, like if you were close to enough to me to slap me on the cheek, we were obviously doing something. Exactly. We, were, we were in the midst of doing something, Correct. right? He also says we should we should have done this off of Matthew, right? Where he's like, hey, if if you know somebody tells you to to you know take their 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 gear a mile, take it two miles. Yeah. Well, what is that? What is he saying there? He's not saying to just be this. Um, I don't. I don't know what the word would be like. This um, somebody. I, I don't know. Like this doormat. Yeah. You know what I mean, no, no, no. It's like, hey, you know what? Go to the extent, fulfill your responsibilities, and do what needs to be done. Yeah. That's what you're responsible yeah. for, and that's what Christ always wants us to do. Right? Is be responsible for things that. You are given, right? And if you are given something, then you take it further because, right, God, you know, Jesus told the disciples, right, that he must go, but I'm going to send a helper. Mm -hmm. And he's going to remind you 
of all the things I've taught you and that you're going to do more things than I have done, right? I'm paraphrasing here, so correct yeah, me. No, I'm I completely you. wrong. No, I got you. Uh, is, is exactly that. So he's given us a task, right? He's given us what he has done. He's already said, I'm, I'm going to send you a helper. The Holy Spirit's going to come. And you're going to do more. You're going to do greater works than, than I did. Exactly. That's what I was looking for. Uh, it's, and, and that's the whole thing, right? You do the extra work that he's given you. If he's given you grace and mercy, like you said, hey, I need you to carry that for a mile. Well, how far are we going? If you're saying we're going two miles, then I'm going to take it to two miles. Bro, I was in a situation where a person did me absolutely dirty, mm. dirty. You talk about one of these days. Like <laughs> I'm processing, but it's dirty, right? Yeah. And then we have a men's event at the church. And you know what I did? Oh yeah. I could have let that I could have left that individual hanging, having to clean up everything and take everything down and and done all that stuff. And no, you know what? You know, hey, I wasn't the one that was in charge of it. That individual should have, hey, they should have locked, they could have locked on different people to to be part of the cleanup crew. And yeah. then all, there was all kinds of things. No, they didn't mm-hmm. do it. And it's fine. And guess what? Even though they did me dirty, yeah. I was still willing to make sure that it was going to be clean and ready to go for those men that were going to be coming the next day. Why? Hey, because that was the bigger thing. Yeah, and well, I didn't, that, that's God's work. Yeah, and that, guess that, what? That wasn't, that wasn't your work or his work. That was God's work saying, you need to do this. Yeah, and guess what? And and oh, like it was like taking everything out of me, not to say something in those in those moments. Yeah, and guess what? Hey, you just turn in the other cheek. Just get it done. Just do it. it you know, and and, and I, you got to just trust that the Lord is going to be the one that is going to handle those yeah, things. Because if you let, you know, if you let loose, right? That 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 anger and everything else, then you gave up the peace that Lord gave you. You kept oh, yeah. the peace. That you oh, yeah. need to have, right? Because what does he say in Matthew, right? In that 5, 9, right? For those who are blessed who who work for peace, they will be called the children of God. The sons of God. So, eh. Sons of God. Right? So how important, how bigger are you? What more Christ-like are you? For doing the work that God put you to do, right? His will. Mm-hmm. I got it, Bobby. I know you're not in the right place right now, but this is what I need you to do. Yeah. Right? I said, don't let him take your peace. Yeah. I gave you your peace. Oh, bro. And it was, trust me, you want to talk about a living sacrifice set on fire, bro. I was blazing. <laughs> yeah, because it would have been easy for you to just dust your feet off and walk away. Oh, take yeah. your peace with you. You know how many people did? They just left. They didn't even care. Yeah. They, they went home. Yeah, and that's and that's tough. I mean, let's go back to pride of life. Oh yeah, right. But guess what? Again, by the mercies of God. Oof. And so, what did He do? Not when we deserved it. When He should when He should have given us His wrath, right? Yeah. And same thing too, right? Like hey, you know, I should have given him the wrath. But all right, Lord, like this is all yours. <laughs> yeah, because we, you know, like Jesus said, you know, we still don't know what we do. Even now, yeah. as we study His Word and the things that we continue to do, because He already knows what we're going to do in every situation that comes before us. He already knows the end result. And 
doggone it. We still have a choice. He adjusts us even when we make the wrong choice. Oh, yeah. Because it becomes a lesson for us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? But it, something, like you said, the, the consequences, though, hurts. Yeah, and, and guess what? And those are the things that you, um, each individual needs to realize, hey, that's a consequence for what I did. Mm-hmm. So, you know. It may not happen at the moment. No. But the consequences will come. Yeah. but And, and being a part of, part of being an adult is, all right, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. That's a consequence well, for what it has. What about that husband and wife team, right? We're talking about consequences. When, when they were... They were asked the question, is this all of the money from what you sold from the crops? Was it the crops? No, from the land. From the land. The land He's, sale. The land sale. Mm-hmm. He said yes. He died on the spot. Given the opportunity, wife, same thing. Is this all the money? Why did you hold back? I didn't hold back. Boom, she dies. Right? So that, I mean, that was their consequence. And it was immediate. And why did it happen there in the... In that assembly of people, people had to understand God is real. He had to demonstrate his power and his will must be met. Uh, Consequences happen at different times and different moments in our lives. Because Mm -hmm. guess what? It may not happen now, but guess what? When we are getting judged in front of him and he asks about it, what are you going to say? We're going to take ownership of it. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I messed up. I own that. Let your will be done within me and the consequences and let me feel your wrath because I did you wrong, Lord. Well, and, and here's the thing, right? I'm going to have to give an account yes. for me. Yes. I'm not going to have to give an account for you. I can't be like, yeah, but will. No. Yeah. Don't matter. Yeah. You had the responsibility. You had the opportunity. Yeah, well, that's that's the Satan part too. Let me point it to somebody else. Well, you're 100, percent dude. No, no, I didn't do that. Bobby did that because I saw him do this and this. And that's here's the thing too, right? We we're, we're what we discuss in the ownership that we talk about. We don't boast about it in ourselves, right? We boast about Him, our Lord and Savior, who's made those changes in us. Mm-hmm. And if we're able to boast about His glory in us. Come on, man. He said, yeah, look, this is where I'm, I could tell you a testimony of myself and tell you all my shortcomings. And I could tell you how he glorified me through my trials and say, or how I glorified him through my trials because I turned back to him. Because if it wasn't for him, oh yeah, you know, would we be sitting together here? I can tell you not, mm-hmm. right? That we wouldn't be. Right? Would we be having this podcast if we didn't, as a collective of godly men, come to an understanding and being able to communicate to each other and understand that we're not trying to do each other harm or, or anything wrong, that we take ownership in some of our failings and miscommunications? No. Because like you said, he's gonna not going to tear down the equipment and goes crashing. No, he's going to do within, within the godly men that are, are, are working in God's will. Piece by piece, yep. the little whispers. And then when we recognize those small batteries within ourselves, like, mm, there's a little bit, hey, Bobby, I'm having a little problem with this and this. With, Are you sure we're supposed to? Because this is what I'm getting. Well, what else is going on? No. Hey, look what we are, where we're going. Look at the discussion we're having because you're sharing the, the doubt 
I'm sharing my doubt with you. Like, okay, let's pray about this right now and clear this up on what's going on. No. Satan doesn't want that. No, of course he doesn't, dude. And, you know, and we just have to get outside of ourselves. Uh Well, like you say, you know, we, we just, we do things and we are blessed and given all these things through the, through the Holy Spirit. Just get out of the way. Just get out of the way. Don't, don't let the human factor, don't let the flesh get in the way. Will it get in the way? But I'm not going to tell you that it doesn't. I'm I'm an example of it. I will mess up and go, I told you, I don't know if I told you this on one of the podcasts. Only thing I did right that one morning was thank God for giving me another day, and I messed up the rest of the day. Yep. But that's that's taking ownership of my failings, knowing that I recognize I fell short that day. Yep. And that I shared my failings with you. And it's in James. Confess to your brothers of your failings. For at that point, then I know I'm going to be healed because now I've told you that I I fell short. I know that you prayed for me for you know the the find my way and come back to the Lord. Yep, I'm confident of that because I shared that with you. That mm, I gotta pray for, I gotta pray for this boy. This boy's messed up today. <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. So it's not within you. No. Right. It's and and it's not about, hey, well, I got to just try harder. Right. Because that goes into what, what we said. What was done in the spirit can't be perfected in the flesh. Correct. So it's not about trying harder. But here's a, here's a kicker. So we'll end it here. And then the next one we can pick it up. But do you recognize those things that you need to stop? Where does the mercy because mm-hmm. if you don't think there's mercy, guess what? You're, you're going to shove aside the things that you're, well, look at what I did. And that goes, again, it goes into legalism, Correct. right? It goes into, it, like, what did I do for you? What did I do here? When you're doing those things, guess what? There's no grace. Mm-mm. There's no mercy. Yeah. That That is legalism. Yeah. Well, I did this for you. Oh, yeah. There's there's no, look. <laughs> Let's keep a towel. Hmm. I said hello to Bobby on this day. He didn't. He ignored me. No. Check. I read my Bible. Check. I went to church. Check. No, there's no checklist. No, man. Just show up for God. Yeah. Let His will be happening. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So, you can't. So, again, you got to die to the flesh. So, what do you got to do if you're going to die to the flesh? Hey, you know what? Jesus says, if you are waiting to offer a sacrifice and you, it comes to your mind that you have something against your brother, hey, go, go make it right. And then bring your your sacrifice, mm-hmm. right? Dude, yeah, 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 right. Take out that freaking huge two by four that's in your eye before you come and talk to me about that spec. Hey, vice versa, right? Yeah. I better make sure that I got that all cleared away before I go and address the the spec in your eye, right? So looking at those things and and, and knowing and 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 guess what? If you if you hear it all the time, like I hear when talking to, to dudes, well, my wife, this, and my wife, that, and my wife, this, and, and, and it's like, okay, <laughs> like I get it. But what about you? Mm-hmm. What, what are you, especially as a leader, right? Like, what about you? What is it that, that you did? Do you see here? And they don't want to talk about it. No, 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 let's go back. Cause she's not going to just, <laughs> she doesn't want to go down that path. I promise you. Right. So let's dial it back. And what, and then it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Okay, so how about you just stop? 
Mm-hmm. How about you just stop that coworker that you have? Well, then this is, this is, okay, well, guess what? Like, what did you do? Are there some consequences that have led up to that, that that's why they're acting like that? What Correct. are you not doing? Do you think that they want to do X, Y, and Z? Is that the intention that they have? They just want to do this. Probably not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So before you start trying to check the motives, because again, going back to Jesus, right? He knew what people were doing. Yes, he did. But you know what? At the same time, he also knew they had no idea what they were doing. Mm-hmm. If they knew what it was that they do, if they knew that they were going to crucify God and really, truly got out of themselves and realized that, they wouldn't have done that. Correct. But it had to happen. But it had to happen. And it was going to happen. And guess what? He was willing to say, hey, you know what? They don't even understand what mm-hmm. was going on here. Yep. So. Yep. Because he didn't even want it to happen to him. No. Like, hey, Lord. Like, Father, if there's any way for this cup to pass, please let it pass. Mm-hmm. Right? And guess what? You just, okay. I got my orders. I have my responsibility. Yep. And I'll take it. Yep. I'll own it. I'll take it and I'll own it. Even though it's not my problem, even though it wasn't my fault. Correct. You know what? I got this. And he didn't even say that. He says, I got it. I got it. Yeah. So let your will be done. Let your will be done. (sighs) Heavy. Heavy. So, you know, you can't perfect it in the flesh. No. And that's why mercy and grace is so important. So Sacrifice the flesh every day. Yeah. And in order for us to do that, we get into the Word and allow the Holy Spirit speak to us. I mean, discernment is key, right? And, and the Holy Spirit convicts us. And with that conviction, we're able to discern a lot more things in our lives that become more clear. Yeah, suit up. It, yeah, suit up, because the battle is real. The spiritual battle is going on. I mean, look— what happened in Rome, I, dude, I don't understand that, bro. He signed that degree or said that it was okay. You don't tell me that the spiritual battle is not going on within that church in Rome. Oh, yeah. You're telling me that's okay? Look, oh, yeah, we better stop. We better <laughs> cut this off. <laughs> because guess what? The fruit of me is that I still have to love that man. He's got to hold that accountable. I pray that the Holy Spirit convicts him into what he agreed to, that it's not scripturally bound of what he's saying. Well, yeah. At at the same token, I'm not putting a button there. At the same token, though, he has a responsibility over what God has given him responsibility over and he's trampling it underfoot oh yeah right and so that's not that um yeah you know what that that is not a man of god Mm. that is a wolf in sheep's clothing oh yeah i mean that's in james right i mean the teachers yeah are gonna be be held to a higher standard standard. and he is a teacher he holds the word of god he's been ordained to be what he is in that position and you're going to tell me bro like you said I'm still going to love on him. So I'm going to pray for him. I'm pray pray blessings upon him. Because I don't know what's going to happen to him. Yeah, but dude, his, his consequences is going to come. In yeah. what form, I don't know. Again, though, right? The most loving thing that anybody can do is correct him, though. Right? 
And 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 hey, dude, you're out of line. Like this is a first importance. He, so yeah, he had hey, dudes left and right of him, bro. Hey, you know what? Hey, hey, hey when look. someone said something, look, it's already been done. I heard someone told me about it. I was like, shut up, you're not telling. No, he did not. Yeah. Mm. Well, and here you go, man. That once you give an okay like that. Um, stand by, stand by for what is to come. Because once you give people, uh, the masses, uh, an okay to be disobedient, guess what? Those that are trying to hold the line, those that are going to contend for the faith, they're going to be the ones that are going to be, um, the problem. Oh yeah. Persecuted because now look, you're not, you're not a believer. Yeah. You're not, you're not uh toting the line. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when somebody addresses a problem, they end up becoming the problem. There it is. Anyhow, sorry, we went, I went on to another chance. It's just getting into this process and, and knowing that what we talked about over the several, several episodes, right? We alluded to a lot of it uh, and still we're going to fine tune everything is that that spiritual battle that we've alluded to even this but full armor of God. Is happening, right? You see it in everything, uh, especially when you're literally living in the Holy Spirit and allowing the Holy Spirit to move you in your life and, and convicting you in your life, right? And that way you sit back and discern a lot of these things coming at you. It's like, mm, that's not God's will. And you move away from it and move through what the Holy Spirit tells you to do. It's happening. It's fireproofing your faith. All these things that we've talked about in these, all these episodes that we've talked about, it's literally talking about fireproofing your faith, understanding you're not the only one going through it. Mm-hmm. There's a brother and sister out there that's going through something similar. Oh, yeah. And 100%. guess what? Call the arms. There's a brother and sister that will actually stand beside you, walk you through that pain and suffering. And at the end of the, that walk, he's going he or she's going to say, now stand up. Mm-hmm. Because I need you to beside me on this line because the line is getting closer and it's about to be in our face in days to come. Yeah. It's, and look, uh, I, I haven't listened to his episode and I probably should because now that it came up to my mind is that our end of days coming up further and further because of the war that's going on in, in Israel with the movement that happened over in Rome. Is that another benchmark that that maybe the time is coming? Oh, it's just, well, it's just getting dark. Yeah. I mean, the dark days are getting darker. Where are you standing right now? This is a reflection on yourself because of the year that you may have had. Reflect on yourself. Yeah, for sure. And just, and again, right? Because, you know, dude, just because I'm going to choose to be loving doesn't mean that I'm going to choose to um, turn away from sin. It doesn't. Oh, turn away from him. Or, well, definitely, I got to turn away from the Lord. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just because I'm choosing to be loving, but um, you got to take a stand. Yes, it tells us in Jude, you have to contend for the faith. You got to take a stand. And here's the thing: like uh, it, one of the pieces of armor is the shoes that bring uh, that shod your your feet with the preparation of, of peace, right? So, like going in and bringing peace. Like, hey, if we're marching into places, there shouldn't be somebody that's like, oh man, here we go. Like, I'm gonna get you know what I mean? No, no, no. no. We're gonna bring in peace. Yes, you know what I mean? And it's not gonna be our peace because. You know what? Even like you brought up that whole situation that's going on in Rome and, and everything else. People are going to try to bring peace and they're going to try to come to a um, 
compromise. Compromise. Yeah. Hey, there ain't no compromise. No, hey, we'll bring, we'll bring some peace. Like, I'm going to give you a piece and you're pieced out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is what they should do. Correct. Right? And um, and handle it in that manner. And, hey, you know what? You can, you know, protect the individual and not just, like, feed them off to the masses to get, you know, persecuted and everything else. Like, there's a difference between, between that. Because there's a lot of people that are, I guarantee you, want to put their hands on them and, and take that dude out. You know what I mean? Like, hey, that's not, you know, Saul or David didn't try to take out Saul in that manner. Nope. But hey, guess what? Like, should that dude be removed from from being over um, the masses? The masses? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. he should. Because yeah. yeah. he's wrong. And guess what? Like, hey, dude, I don't know what's going on. Don't know what's happening. But like, hey, this has to go. And that would be the loving thing to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? But guess what? Just because we're going to choose to love does not mean that we're going to allow sin to reign. Correct, and that's and that's the. I mean, we look at, before we close this out, right? Jesus knew what was going to happen in Jerusalem. Oh my goodness, I can't talk. Jerusalem, I got you. Yes, he came on a donkey, right? He came in peace, mm-hmm. like we're talking about, right? Shot our feet in the gospel of peace. But when he returns, oh, bro, he's, he's coming on a horse. Oh yeah, a, a war horse oh. to bring down. Anyway. Uh, we're going to close this right now. <laughs> Lord, uh, thank you very much for, for speaking through us and, and having this discussion and understanding that the transparency that Bobby and I share may be not clear for others, but under, you understand that we're dealing with our battles within ourselves and through the year. We thank you for walking with us through this trying time of the year. Uh, and we are so blessed that you brought your son into the world uh, those years, those thousands of years ago, to ensure that we have a home to come home to. We have you to lean on. And that we pray that the ones that are caught up in the flesh, that they come back to you in spirit and understand that they cannot perfect what you have protect, perfected in the Holy Spirit, because the flesh is what we sacrifice, because we are a living sacrifice to you. Lord, I ask you to continue to guide us through through our days, and I ask you to bless our brothers and sisters, wherever they may be, and that they hear your word, and they come to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.